All is fair in love war and challenges. I have, this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 of love, war, challenges. I am MTV Malik, and I'm joined by Antonio, a.k.a. The Bananas Defender. Becky and Tyler was trapped up in their <laughs> tonight, but they're running a little bit late. As soon as they get that handled, we should expect to see them soon. But until then, it is just us, MTV Malik, and most hated Stan of all time, Antonio, AKA the Bananas Defender. Antonio, what's good with you, man? I mean, am I really still the most hated guy on Twitter? Like, I barely do stuff now. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, I, I think I think a lot of it is uh, is starting to fade away. I don't think you're as hated because your fave has been getting bounced out so early. You haven't really had the opportunity to be yeah, problematic. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, I've just been busy. It's not even just that. Like, I'm just trying to graduate on time, so like, Twitter is it my main priority right now. It's like I really I'm on the move for those like meaningless fights. No, I definitely feel you. I am a busy man myself. This podcast is doing pretty well. Facts. Full-time job, full-time dad. It's uh it can be a bit overwhelming and um you know when you got a lot of stuff on the line, it's hard to put the time necessary into Twitter. Then yeah. it, it it's hard to put all that time into Twitter when there's so many other things you can spend it on. You know oh, I mean? but next season, I'll be back. Trust me. I, I'm yeah. feeling lucky next season. Yeah, I bet you are. I bet you are. So today, <laughs> episode 16. Today's the final. The Thank final God, of the man. final. Thank God. Day two. This season's almost over. And guess who wins it all? Team UK. Team UK wins so, the whole I'm so thing. so happy. For the second year in a row, the challenge has had a... Team U.S. versus the world and a Team U.S. versus Team U.K. And the United States has lost both of them for the same reason. In fighting. How shocking is that? I, I at first, with the whole bringing in the U.K. people and other international people, I was so against it. I was like, why are we doing this? We have like so much talent here. But like the way they're performing, you can't blame them now. They've been doing so much better. Yes, this season, their rookies weren't as smart. But, like, the way they've been competing, like, just look at it in the future. We still have someone like Kyle, who's good, that got brought in the beginning. Now you have, like, someone this season, like Jenny. He's good. Rogan's all right. Joss, he's all right, too. But, like, you have so much talent that they're so much better than the new people they've been bringing in. Like, are you the one? Like, where the fuck are they? They're not good enough. <laughs> Yo, are you the one has completely flopped. <laughs> no, we haven't had a solo are the one winner. But Except he, for Hunter. Hunter? Uh, I think Hunter is the only are you the one winner ever. Yeah, he is. And that's mm, after mm, what? Mm. Six seasons of allowing are you the one into the challenge? This is what, the third season or fourth season? 
of allowing UK into the challenge, and they won. Not only the UK, you allowed the UK's biggest flop of all time, one of the biggest Facts. challenge flops of all time, gets it, get his first win. Hey, he get goes worst first to win. first. Worst to first. Uh, yeah. I, I, that's, a, that's a way to do it, honestly. Hey, you know who else did yes. it? Who? Johnny Bananas. Well, not the next season after, but, you know, eventually he did it. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. So, there's a lot to take away from this final. Uh, one of the things is, I mean, mostly it was just Team U.S. was put into a losing position. After their, after the gurney has broken down, they really didn't have a chance. Even a five-minute head start proved to be too much. I, I didn't They get both that. timed out on the puzzle. Yeah, they both timed out on the puzzle. No, and then it just became the puzzle. Paul got sure? it. Yeah, Paulie got it in time. I don't know yeah, how much time is left. Yeah. Yeah, they might as well have timed out. From what it looked like, it was only a couple seconds left. And I don't get it though. Why were they giving a five minute head start? But why would they have time penalties in the previous day? Because that just that gets rid of it. Like, what's the whole point? Because Team US technically has a ten minute delay, but where is that? Time, 10 minute time penalty going towards like we hadn't haven't seen it they were in last place so what is that doing for them what i think is is that it may have gone to overall time but there's no need to line up overall times it wasn't really a close game no they said whoever got to the yacht first one yeah but with a five minute head start unless team us came in there and dusted that puzzle and bounced out yeah i guess they didn't have a chance didn't have a chance I mean, I know people are going to compare this to um, Johnny and Tyler versus the Wes and Kenny final where Wes and Kenny were destroying them, apparently, and they're only giving a five-minute head start. But that's a different situation. I feel like in this situation, Team US was given a time penalty, and we haven't seen that go into effect. That's why I'm a little more like annoyed by it. Even then, it probably didn't matter. They were kind of slated to lose this one from jump. The gurney broke down. They had too much weight. But let's go ahead and get into some of the takeaways from the final. Uh, let's talk about the pyramid scheme puzzle. Paulie, last episode, we seen, we seen that he was dying out there. He was suffering. It was not a good look. I mean, people, I mean, people were getting on him on Twitter. They, they made photos <laughs> of him and Big Easy side by side. I saw the Grand Theft Auto wasted things. Man, they have been ruthless to the kid. But I think Paulie really, really picked himself up for this second time around. Uh, it wasn't nearly, nearly as bad. He definitely looked so much more better than how he looked um, in the first episode. And he really came through on this team puzzle. Yeah, I mean, as a viewer, you definitely want to see someone bounce back. You don't want to see him go down that way. So to see him just, you know, wake up a little bit and do that puzzle, it showed like, you know, maybe Paulie has some more fight left into it, left in him. And seeing it, seeing him do the puzzle a lot quicker than I expected, it definitely brought down the time difference. So I was, I was glad to see it, honestly, even though I was rooting against Team US. Yeah, it was definitely nice to see. When your body is still shutting down so hard on you like that, it's good to see that his mind was still able to work somewhat and get what needed to be done actually done. So I, w I was real proud of him for, for getting that done, despite all of the terrible stuff we've seen from him during the first episode. Of yeah, the that was bad. That was really bad. Yeah, did not look good. 
So yeah, let's check up, talk about that gurney. That gurney is starting to break down. I know TJ said that if your gurney breaks, you're not going to get another one. You got to keep it intact. But really, what the fuck was Team U.S. supposed to do? Sure, that, sure. There was times where they were a little rough with the gurney. They were throwing it down. And, but most of that was more towards the tail end. I feel like this gurney was destined to break. And mm. I feel like TJ really knew that when he gave him the, the instructions. I feel like the production knew it was going to break if they kept throwing it on the floor, which they did. They just did it to themselves. Like, we've seen Team UK's, they, theirs didn't break because they always held onto it. They didn't take, from what we saw, they didn't take that many breaks. So that means their gurney isn't going up and down. They're just staying at the same level for the whole 16 miles. Team US, they keep dropping it, they keep lowering it, they keep moving it. And it's all wear and tear. So it's eventually, eventually it's going to break. Like, you, gotta, you have to expect it. All right. Uh, shit. Where did we leave off? Uh, we talked about the gurney breaking. Tyler Louder has joined the podcast. Tyler, what's really good, man? Uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm ecstatic right now that we got the result that I think was needed. Uh, it's very interesting, very interesting editing. I was kind of telling you guys that I wasn't very happy with the editing the entire time, but you know, I'm I'm happy with how it all ended, and uh, I'm ready. Let's go ahead and jump back into Zach losing his shit once again. How do we keep this guy from continuously losing his shit? For somebody who has lost his shit so much today, I've never seen somebody do less and lose their shit more. How do you feel about Zach once again screaming at women? The thing with Cam, right? That's what you're talking about? I mean, you've just been an angry motherfucker pretty much all episode. Well, I honestly, I, I'm going to get so much shit for this, and I, I, I'm ready for it, but like, I don't blame Zach for yelling at Cam. Like, look, people yell at other people. It's human nature. We all do that shit. But, like, Cam did ask a stupid question. Like, if you give me a stupid question, you're going to get a stupid answer back. Like, come on, really? Where else are they going to carry it? Like, come on. Like, oh, I'm going to carry it with my feet. Like, just really, come on. Like, yeah, but I don't think his reaction made anything better. It, it, was, it, was, it was the reaction in the moment. Like, they were already in a bad situation. You had Paulie dying in the corner. You had a car comforting Paulie. You had Ninja standing there smiling, doing nothing. So, like, well, what else is Zach going to do? Just sit there and smile at Cam? Oh, it's okay. Yeah, don't pick it up. We'll just wait here longer. Yeah, but here's the thing. You can't poke an angry bear in a zoo and then get mad at everybody when the bear bites you. Like, you know what's going to happen when he's upset and you just provoke him a little bit, like any little thing's going to set him off. Just don't talk to him. I mean, that's how, as much as we're saying Zach should be a better teammate, like, well, then we have to say the same thing for Cam. She has to be able to understand what mood and mode he's in and adjust her coaching style to him as well. Like, it goes both ways. Like, yeah, he shouldn't have yelled, but he was going to yell if anybody said anything to him. Okay, here's, the, here's what everybody's getting mad at. It's because Zach's a guy. Cam's a girl, so everybody thinks that Zach is yelling at a girl, when really Zach was yelling at the entire team the entire time. Editing, editing just picked up on it and gave everybody what they want. Cam is one of the most popular people on this show, Zach is not, to some standard. And because of that, they edit it to a way that it oh, looks like he's only yelling at Cam. When he was yelling at Leroy, Polly, he was yelling at everybody. And it's not, like, it's not like Zach yells every time he has a partner. Like, when him and Ashley were swimming, 
He was being helpful the entire time. He didn't yell because she could pick up her weight. Zach is just like Jordan. They'll both yell at whoever they think they want to, except for their significant other. Like, you, you will never see Jordan yell at Tori. I mean, we have seen Zach act out of line with Jenna, but not in a way he's not like at, not him like screaming at her, but like they're just gonna do what's best for their team. That's at the end of the day, that's what they want to do. Like, it, it's like tough love, I feel like they might be yelling at them, but at the end, they still want to win. And here's something interesting that I saw on Twitter while I was like watching the show. People have the audacity to like, they don't actually break things down. They just defend their favorites. And that's what all this like bias comes towards. Um, somebody made a comment saying that, that Holly gassing out was kind of Zach's fault because, and because, <laughs> because, 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 because he took a break and had Ninja carry during his break. Zach still carried three of the four laps. He carried more than Polly. Oh my God. He carried, he, he carried more than, yeah, but he, he, the only person that carried more than him was Leroy. Otherwise, Zach carried the second most. Zach is bigger than Polly, but Polly's ego is bigger than everyone in Team US combined. I don't know about that. I mean, Polly every day was like, got this. We're going to win. We're going to win. I'm the strongest guy here. No one can beat me. You know, it is what it is. Then come final, he's like, oh, Polly is in the corner dying while we're all doing our job. No other guy in this final gassed out. No other female in this final gassed out. Only Polly. And that says a lot. I don't think that it had anything to do with him not being able to compete or being capable. I think it came more to like he was putting more strain on himself and more stress on himself. I mean, it's not like, I mean, you've played athletics before and there has to be somebody you've like played with that literally has pushed themselves to their limit too fast. Oh, that's me every time I play. But the thing is, though, I know like when I get to a certain like limit so like look i play tackle football with my friends all the time and i play safety or linebacker on defense and i play quarterback or receiver on offense and when i know i'm not i can't do 100 percent at that on that play i'll give myself to a weaker position and have someone else cover my stronger position so like if i'm playing safety and i know my legs cannot cover a deep ball i'll tell my friend get safety for this drive i'll take linebacker and i'll get all the short passes because my legs cannot run that far right now when i'm playing receiver and I, and I know I can't run. I'll say, my arm's fine. I'll quarterback. You guys run around for a little bit. Because I know like how to prepare myself. I don't want to guess out. I do not want to get to that level of me not being... I'd rather perform 100% at a weaker level, at, at a weaker position, than give 0% at my, at my better position. You know? That no, makes no, any I, sense. I hear you there. No, I, I, I totally get what you're saying there. I just think Paulie went in with this mentality of like him, Leroy, Zach, they're going to carry the load. And then on the second leg, when Polly was carrying with Ninja, he was obviously putting more weight on himself, it appeared. And I'm sure that's a plan and a strategy. I just think that it kind of very confident. And I just think that it like, it's not that he, he couldn't do it because he still, he still finished the whole final. Like he still is a top eight finisher. He's finished finals before. I think he just made a mistake of overexerting himself. He just came out of the gate too fast. And everything. Right. That's I, I, think I think his ego got got into his head. He thought in his head, "I can carry this team. I did it all season long. I can do it in the final." What he should have realized is, it's okay to take a break. It's okay to let someone else carry it for a mile or so. It's it's okay to like, not do everything by yourself. Like, it's okay. You're you want to win. You have to do what's best to win, not 
do what's best for yourself for your ego i mean it is a learning it is a learning curve it is still is only a third season i mean there's a lot of people that have been doing this for a long time and they gas out on like their eighth final or their ninth final you know what i mean like if you go back and look at like uh what's her what's her name jen she used to gas out on like her like fourth or fifth final and would always like make it halfway and like that's somebody that has experience in finals and, it's only a second final and that's why people don't want to bring Kara to finals because it's her ninth and she cracks on the pressure you can't ever say that somebody is like too good or not good enough for a final because every final is different and unique so like it's yeah Kara might crack under pressure sometimes but when you go into a final like i mean what if it's everything that's tailored to her you don't really know until you get there that's the hardest thing but that's the that's my point though it's like it's like you don't you don't bring people because this is going to be better for them you bring the best of the best you know, it's like the Patriots are always going to ride high to the Super Bowl with Tom nah, Brady fuck them. and they're not going to use his back. I'm just saying, but I'm just saying it doesn't, my whole point there is like, is like in other sports, like you're going to take your best with you that are the best, regardless of who you're playing, regardless of what's up against them, because they're the best. There's no doubting that Cara is one, is one of the best female competitors of all time. She's really good at getting to finals. She's won twice. I mean, she's won with somebody that's never played the game before and her cousin and then she's won on her own in a, in a male-dominated challenge, too, on Vendettas. So to say that she cracks under pressure and you can't bring her, you have no idea what's going to be there. I mean, what if there is no math? What if there is no math? What if it's literally like rope, like, like you have to use your, your biceps in your upper body? She's going to murder that. Well, most finals have a pretty much, the, they all have the same common stuff. They all have physical stuff. They all have mental stuff. Most of them have eating, and they... Pretty most of them all have puzzles, and some have swimming. So you know, like what most of them are gonna have before you even get there. Like if you're especially as rock yeah. climbing, like ninja, the odds of that being in the final are slim to none. But if you're a puzzle mastermind, then that's your edge. Yeah, but how many times have we seen a mountain in a final? We haven't recently. But we don't know if it's gonna be there. Just like we don't know if the final is gonna take place running through a city like Vendettas. They do a good job with switching things up and keeping them on their toes. I think the thing with Ninja is that everybody says she has a skill set that should be good for the challenge. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Polly. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. We are totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Now, where were you guys? We just talked about the dynamic of like Polly and like why why what happened. I kind of just said that he overexerted himself. He just came out of the gate too fast and everything, and that's he just put all of his energy at the front and he didn't have enough pace to keep himself consistent. I mean, it ended up not really mattering, but if you look from episode, the first part to the second part, it looked like it was going to be detrimental to Team USA. Turns out, it wasn't that bad. No. Let's talk about the bed of snakes. So we've seen these things from the challenge before, where there's some form of hardcore, <laughs> hardcore sleeping, where usually... You know, one person gets to stay awake while somebody else has to do something, and usually you got to switch off. 
I thought the Better Snakes was probably one of the stupidest things that the challenges have. Obviously, these snakes aren't going to be deadly or dangerous or big enough to choke one of them out while they sleep in front of producers and other challengers. Did you guys feel like, I don't know, I, I felt like the snake pit kind of cheapened the final. I think we should have gave everybody a good night's rest. They were already on the boat. Let them just sleep on the fucking boat. Why do we need a pit of snakes to annoy us and to scare the females on the challenges? Except for Kara. Except for Kara. Who fucking loves snakes? <laughs> so, so you didn't call on me, but I'm just gonna jump in because I'm. I, I just um, th there's a <laughs> two parts to this. A, this is called the challenge for a reason, where it's supposed to it it is supposed to challenge you in all different types of aspects that you're not expecting it to. It's not fear factor. And it's not fear factor, <laughs> but it challenges you though. Like if you're afraid of heights, that's gonna be a disadvantage to you. If you're afraid of snakes and somebody isn't, that's okay. Well, then it looks like you're going to stand on those stairs and stay awake all night. Like, everybody has these things, you know? Like, right there, then and there, I mean, it looked like Ninja was fine with it. It looked like Car was fine. Jordan was fine. It's, it's, they weren't going to kill him. The snakes were not deadly, obviously. They wouldn't do that. But it's a mental game. Are you going to be able to sleep comfortably while the snake tries finding body heat? Or are you going to stay awake and hurt your legs even more? Like, you got to weigh out, weigh out your options. I liked it. I mean, to begin with, I'm not a big fan of overnight finals. Um, but I don't know. I feel like this one was weird. I think if you do an overnight final, it has to be something like this. I forgot what, um, oh, shit, what final was it? Where they had to go on the, they had to go on the bikes, get to a certain mile limit, and then they were able to sleep. Free agents. Yes, free agents, yeah. I think that was the best way to do it. You have them doing something, make them get to the limit, and then they go to sleep in a tent or whatever it was. I think that's the best way to do it. But I like the I like the snake concept. Gets them worried. It makes them stay awake. We saw Rogan sleep on D's shoulder, but like it is what it is. I'm not, it was all right. I'm nothing too fancy. It's 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 silly. Put up two big tents. Let each team stay in a tent for the night. Give them some hot fucking cocoa. Let them get a good night's sleep so you can go ahead and bang on them all, all day again the very next day. Because when we get to stage two, I also had a problem with that. Stage two, six-mile run, puzzle, kayak out to the boat. Like, that's it? I, I, <laughs> always, like, I always did love the race to the finish. Finishing off the challenge with a foot race is always a good idea. Hey, two miles down there, Run as fast as you can. I mean, even okay. though you got to count up the times, it's always a great way to finish. While everybody's running, you're able to run through their motivations. This time it was done by kayaking, but I always liked the running. I remember when Jordan won. When Jordan won Dirty 30, that last run to the finish. You know, him, you know, it's him. You got CT behind him. Like, that is always a good finish. I didn't really... All reality, six miles, a puzzle, and then, what, a two-mile kayak? Wasn't yeah. really impressed. I, I agree with you. Like, my favorite finals were the ones that happened like many seasons ago. So you see a mountain, climb up to it, you know you're done when you see that challenge flag at the top of it, and you hit it, that's when you're done. So you know who wins right then and there. That, those are my favorite finals. Now, I definitely feel you in that. We did love the mountains. It was great. It, it was great when you knew that they had to get into a helicopter to get the fuck off. But at the same time, we've seen enough mountains for a while. We can switch it up. Uh, vendettas yeah, in the city I, I really liked uh, and I'm okay with switching up you go mountain jungle city desert like 
Th- this planet is, has enough terrain. With the mountains, you can't really rig a final in someone's favor. You editing can't really go against someone because you're seeing it how it is. You can't change the outcome of a mountain. And when you do finals like this, you can mess with times. You can give Team UK a bullshit time penalty. You can give Team US a time penalty, but not use that time penalty. So okay, why, I see. You're still mad about that. Mount- I'm freaking out about it. I'm, <laughs> I'm livid about that. It's yeah, annoying. You, you because, missed like, that why section of the podcast. Yeah. Like, but why give a time penalty when you're not going to use it? Like, I just find that, like, so insanely stupid. Like, as a viewer, like, I thought, like, I was hearing shit when TJ said, yeah, make it to the yacht, you win. I'm like, but, like, what happened to the time penalty? Like, you made Team UK stand there like jackasses for 10 minutes, but Team US, yeah, we'll just add it to your time. That, that doesn't matter. Like, what the fuck? Come on, guys. Get your shit together. Here, here's what I think could have happened. Okay, I have a theory on what happened. I think that their times were still counted and it was still going. I think to make editing look better, they actually had to sit there for 10 minutes. They really did before they could go get their sleep and their rest. They just didn't show up, show them sitting there for 10 minutes because it wasn't entertaining. Like it was more entertaining when UK had to sit there because it's like, crap, is USA going to catch up? Exactly. There was a sense of urgency. I'm, so I'm going to, I'm going to give the editing a, a, you know, an F but I'm going to say the production probably still followed through a game 10 minutes. They waited, went to go sleep. I don't really have an issue with that. What I have an issue with is all these finals, whenever they do two day finals and you don't give them the same amount of time they had in their, in their lead at the start of the second leg, you, there's no way UK was only five minutes ahead of USA for the second leg. No, like that, th- that is bullshit. That at least a half hour, that is easily going back to rivals one when Johnny Bananas and Tyler only had to wait like five minutes behind Kenny and, and Wes. And Wes and Kenny were like an hour ahead of those two in the day one. And then day two, they had five minutes and they beat those guys by like 30 seconds. That's the type of bullshit that just drives me nuts about this. See, the thing is, so I didn't have a problem with the Johnny. Like, honestly, no bias whatsoever. Like, that, that I understood. If Team US didn't have a time penalty held against them, I have nothing against the five minutes. It should have been a 15-minute thing. Just, I'm just annoyed how they made the timing thing a big deal and not use it. Like, I was okay with the five minutes. That's fine. It's fair. It is what it is. Leave it. But, like, if you're going ha- to time people, use it. Don't just time it for the fun of it. Because it's a race, honestly, you, where you don't need to time. If it was three teams, then, yeah, sure. Time them. Do what you want. But it's two teams. Whoever gets there first, gets there first. That's what it is. I definitely feel you on that one. But speaking of timing, Let's go ahead and talk about these purges. Like, if you thought you was mad before, you are going to be mad at this purge list. Mm. Tori, Ashley, Leroy, and Cam are all tossed out. They didn't make it because they didn't complete the puzzle fast enough, and they are gone. They are out. Uh, For Team US, this is some of the hardest workers that they have. And for Team UK, is definitely one of the strongest females since she came over to their side. How do you guys feel about the people who got purged out? I know everybody was heartbroken to see Lee come so close and not make it. For, I mean, it's, it's not really his fault. His performance so far in the final has been solid, but I think Team UK was just a little bit too much to handle. And, and just a paramount of numbers on Team US, I don't think they could ever foresee how how hard it would be 
the, all, all the hardship that they would have to incur because of their numbers. So let's talk about this purge. How do you guys feel about it? You guys feel like the right people got purged out? Tyler. No. No way. No way. I was so mad when... Okay, let, let's talk about Team UK first. And let's talk about how one of the... This is going to go down as one of the least deserving champions of all time. I don't care what anybody has to say. I don't even care if she's a mentor to one of my... Fa- or a mentee to one of my favorites. Tori getting purged out at that point when she had dominated all season, dominated that final better than anybody else on Team UK outside of Jordan. Like, right? I, I will say this. Tori was the third best player on Team UK. She was better than Rogan, better than D that entire final. And the fact that she loses on a puzzle, it was heartbreaking. And actually, I thought at one point, I really thought Jordan was going to just stand there and let Tori go so she can get a championship. Ah, I thought, no, I, he's way he too egotistical did. for that. No way. No, no way. No, no way. way. He gives up a winning spot for the woman who's not even his wife yet. No fucking way. Nah, honestly, when he kept looking back at her, I was like, damn. Right? He had, to look days back, back, he had to look back because he knew he was on camera. He would have never looked back. I mean, Cara didn't look back at Polish. Exactly. Exactly. She didn't give thing. a fuck. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Jordan was aware that the cameras was on him and how he had to look. He would have never done that shit. You think, you think Jordan would give up his winning spot to let Tori go ahead and skate on t- yes. to the second part of the final? Jordan, Jordan won You're twice. out of your fucking mind. No. Out of your I mind. Think- no, I think he would. I think here's the problem is that is that we see Jordan as this like really negative guy towards everybody. But what did Antonio say earlier? He is the most positive to the people he is with. And to Tori, he's the most uplifting, caring, positive person he is. I watched their YouTube videos. They're great. Their interactions are amazing. He's very he's very humble on those things. He makes himself the butt of the joke whenever he can. And honestly, I think that if he would have known Tori was about to finish at that moment, he would have made sure she got on the boat before him. I, I have a feeling that he would have. I I'd be really like, interested to ask like him. It's more realistic that he would have attempted to wrestle the next guy to finish or the next girl to finish to save her spot. Now that I can believe, hey, baby, go on ahead. I'm going to fight. Whoever. But no, he was the last one there. It, it didn't matter that he was looking back. There was nobody else after him. He was the last person for Team UK to finish. No way. And how, and you know what? I'm going to ask him on Twitter if he would have gave up his spot, but I fucking doubt it because you know what? He was swimming and he's seen her coming up. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? That's actually inaccurate because TJ Reddy let him know that they had no chance. Yeah. But yeah. he would have never done it. Never. Okay. So, so obviously me and everybody in America and then maybe, but nobody in Australia is disappointed <laughs> with who got purged out. Um, now, over on Team USA side, I'm going to take a little longer segment here. Sorry. Over on the Team USA side, uh, I'm not going to say that I'm disappointed in those three getting purged out, um, but they were the hardest workers on the final um, for Team USA from start to finish. They were some of the hardest workers the entire season. I mean, if anything, I think Leroy and Cam should have been in there uh, for two other people. And, but that's just me. But I mean, yeah. If you didn't have a little bit of heartbreak when, like, Leroy just, like, said this was the worst loss he's had, like, like you're not, you don't have a soul. Like, you don't have a heart if you didn't, like, drop a little bit right there. Yeah, you're 100% right. Leroy is incredibly likable, and he worked very, very hard. He played a great game, uh, especially emerging out of, uh, you know, a banana-shaped shadow. He did great and showed that he has leadership qualities. 
And to see it end like this for him, it, it was very heartbreaking. Very heartbreaking. So I think the purge was stupid in general. I don't think it should have been there. I think if you're in the final, you're in the final. I thought the same way. Some people had to be purged. It was way too many people. Way too many people. No, but like even with Final Reckoning, when they when they brought it was the, the final eight, then they cut it down to four. I or no, what was it? Was it Vendettas? I forgot. Yes, that happened in Vendettas. Yeah, we're having in Vendettas. I thought that was the most stupidest thing. But now that looking at who got purged, I don't think the results change regardless of who gets purged. I think Team UK wins regardless because you're gonna have someone like CT or Jordan still be on Team UK, and they'll finish that puzzle regardless. For Team US, they had their best puzzle people on their team, and they still couldn't win. So Leroy, Cam, and Ashley, they're not going to solve a puzzle better than any of those four that made it for Team US. So, like, uh... maybe Ashley, but, like, I, I don't know. I, I still don't know, but I think if you're going to purge people on Team US, I mean, it doesn't really matter. They just see it themselves the next hour. Well, after the purge, Team UK gets it done. They get on the kayaks. They swim off into the sunset. They reach the boat first. They are the winners of the Challenge 34 War of the Worlds 2. And all season, all season, I have been disgusted by the mere presence of Jordan. I am not a Jordan fan. And as much as I talk about my dislike, I have never doubted his ability. I never said he wasn't deserving. I think we can all see that the right team won this final. It was great to see Paulie and Cara and Cam and Ashley take all of their friends and their whole alliance to the final. I think that the only thing that kept them from winning the final was their numbers. The numbers that they held on so tight, proven to be too big of an advantage. And also, and I hate to say this, it may have ended up that whatever team Jordan was on was going to win. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Can I ask a question, though? Why is that? Is it because he's one of the greatest of all time? Jordan? No, he's not. Jordan's sure. a great performer. Jordan's a great performer. One thing that Jordan does is there's no quitting him. When there's a daily, when there's a challenge, and don't get me wrong, he is one of the greatest performers I've ever seen to flop so many dailies. Because there's some dailies he has fucked up in. Like, either, either he goes balls out or he fucks up in, like, Three seconds, and he's out. Jordan's good under pressure. He's been in four finals. He's won three of them. If he didn't have Marlon paired up with him on Rivals 2, who could not swim, he might be four for four in finals. That's the thing people are missing on this. He's also eight and one in eliminations. He's only, lo- I mean, think about that. He's three and one in finals. He's eight and one in eliminations. I, if, if I took a chance to pull up his daily record, I bet it's in the positive. I bet it's over 60%. He, right now, in my eyes, is chiseling his way into a top five. Guys. Yes. I don't know. I think... No, Jordan top five, the, yes. Top number one, no. Let, let me tell you something. He was top 10 no. before he won. He was top 10. He was borderline top 10. Some people can have him... Before he won this season or before he won in general? Listen, at the beginning of this season, he was borderline top 10. Half of the people are probably have him in his top 10. Half won't. They already got two challenge championships, so we already know he's good. He's around that 10 mark. I think anywhere between 7 and up to 15, you could put Jordan in any one of those spots and you'd be happy. With this third win and his dominant performance this season, you cannot have a male challenger top 10 or a overall top 10 
without his name in it. And with his third final and the way he's been doing it, we can seriously start talking about even being closer. Or reality, I don't see any way you could, you could place him below an eight. All right, we already know. Johnny, Durrell, Kenny, Landon. Mm. What, you made a face? We're going we're to we're have different lists. I'm telling you, sorry, and we're going to have way but, different lists because a lot of the guys you named are really good in finals, but they're not really good on anything else. Kenny is horrendous in eliminations. He's so-so on dailies. His social game is so strong that it gets him to finals and he dominates finals. Durrell is pretty above average on all aspects except for finals. He's exceptionally good at it. But I mean, if you go back and watch some of his seasons, which I've just finished watching Inferno 2, he doesn't perform that well in any of the dailies. He doesn't go into elimination, so he doesn't have to prove himself there, but he balls out in finals. Johnny Bananas, one of the worst finals or elimination performers of all time. About to say, watch yourself. Elimination boy. <laughs> performance of all time. On dailies, he's, he's pretty good on dailies. I would, I would say he's above he, average on dailies. He, he's easily above average. He's probably in like the 60 to 70 win percent. Um, and then finals, obviously, he has the most, but he's also been on like 20 seasons. So, like, you, when you have the most opportunities, it's easier to win more. I'm not discrediting him. Right. He, he may not be the, he might not be the most efficient. Six for eight but, in oh, finals. You know That's actually, you know what? I could definitely say that. Now, don't get me wrong. I think now, with Jordan, at the beginning of the season, he was borderline top 10. Now, you got to say he's borderline top five. And top he's, five, yes. Easily. He's won Easily three seasons five. in a row. He's a, he's a three-peat winner right now. Yes. He's on a win streak. And, and also, I would also say this. Jordan is probably the most efficient challenger there's ever been. Fair. For accomplishing the most in his... Just think about it. He hasn't been on that much. You got some people from Are You The One who has been on as much as Jordan to pack in so many accomplishments in such a short amount of time. I, 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 I'm, he's not on, on my Mount Rushmore. He's in my top 10. He's not in my top five. But I, I feel confident saying he's probably, probably the most efficient challenger we have ever seen and probably one of the greatest performers. And this is coming. For, and you know that this is true because I hate his fucking guts. I don't wish harm on him or anything, but I dislike just about everything about him except for the way that he performs. He plays his game. Hey, you want to throw me into you want to throw me into elimination? Fuck it. Let's see how that works out for you. I mean, unless your name is Turbo. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. If if I if if he never talked, I would probably love this guy. But when it's all said and done, he shows the fuck up. He shows the fuck out, and it doesn't matter if if you say otherwise. His numbers speak for himself. Men lie, women lie. Numbers don't. Let the man Jordan live. All congrats to him. He won this thing. Whatever side he was on was going to win. And that's what time it no, is. No, I disagree. I disagree. I think uh -huh. in this challenge, one person doesn't make you. It could break you easily, but it won't make uh -uh. you. Because you can, you can give Team UK, Zach, switch swap Zach and Jordan, and I still think Team UK still wins. Because... All, or give them the Leroy, and Team UK still wins. Because all Jordan really did was hold on to that thing for pretty much every leg. And they both could... Leroy could have done it hands down. Zach could have done it 90% of the way. And other than that, there really wasn't much to the challenge. Jordan didn't, didn't solve the puzzle. Jordan took a while to solve his own puzzle. He didn't solve the tanagram either. So Jordan didn't really stand out as much. 
like well, not one person stood out as much as anyone as a team did in this final. You get, get what I'm trying to say? I get what you're saying. I was speaking more of a uh, uh, overall view of, of his accomplishments, not so much the beginnings, but I do think that whatever side, he did great this season, and he really, really won this. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek, Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Even more impressive, his back was against the wall. He was working with him and his wife-to-be. You know, it it was not easy for him. It's not like he walked into this. It's not like he was carried. It was not like he didn't have to go into elimination. He fought tooth and nail to get to where he's at. Can't take that away from him. It was, even though my team that I was rooting for didn't win, God, man, wasn't it great to see? Wasn't it great to see him perform? Isn't this why we watch it? Like, people get so caught up in their faves and who they're rooting for, they forget why we watch this thing. We watch it to see people like Jordan overcome every single thing. Come on, let's be serious. Carver, Paulie, they all threw whatever they could at him. They threw everything, including the fucking kitchen sink and Theo. They threw everything they could, and he persevered. You gotta love it. This is the, in some ways, he represents some of the best parts of the challenge. And you know it's true, and honestly, because I hate him. Like <laughs> this season was complete, like garbage. But oh it my had god, a any nice season, ending to any it. season where your fave goes home in two episodes, which seems to be his no, thing nowadays. No, 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 it's not that. No, it's not it that. Is that it, was it is that. Because, it is no, that. Because it, every episode had the same storyline to it. Like there wasn't any twist to any episode. It was like, all right, here's the daily competition. We here's always team US about winning. Twist. Twist killed the real world. No, I meant like each episode was the same. Like in previous seasons, you've seen each episode different. You've seen each conversation be different. This season, every conversation was the same. It was, all right, Team US won. All right, Team UK, throw someone in. All right, Team US, now you're going to do this and you're going to fight about this. It's always, it was the same thing every week, but with just different people going. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think you sound home. like sour grapes right now. Tyler, jump in. No, the season was great. There was, there was so much drama going on. There's entertainment factors. There's, um, people turning on their own teams and voting in people, you know, they they were internally turn coding. Uh, it was great. There was so many different things that you couldn't have predicted. Like if you read a script on like the the big things that were going to happen at the beginning of the season, you immediately would have been like, oh, well, Jordan's going to get eliminated. Uh, Theo's obviously going to be gone. George is going to be gone. Joss is going to win this thing. And all these things like it just they kept surprising you over and over again. That's what I think was great about it. When you see like people fighting against a major alliance and coming out on top, that's a success story. That's what people want to see. I mean, it's literally like, uh, I mean, you could pull several different seasons, like Johnny Bananas and Free Agents had his back against the wall and fought tooth and nail and had to go to, had to, go to four, three, or three eliminations just to get through that win. Well, that, that season itself was the best season ever because every episode was, you couldn't predict it because of the kill card. No one knew who was going into elimination until they flipped over a freaking piece of wood. That's what, you want. That's what I want to see. I want to see unpredictable stuff happening. 
Because when you when you see the episode happens this season and you see Team US win, you know right away who's going into elimination. You're not like you're not second guessing yourself like oh no maybe they're going this way maybe they're going that way no because you you already know what's happening like within the first 20 minutes of the episode you can predict the next hour and 10 minutes you know what that may be because we are seasoned challenge viewers we know how to read the right we know how to read the writings on the wall there's a lot of times just there's been uh, several times just watching the episode and just watching how it's editing i could tell who's going in oh look at this person who we've barely heard from for the last three episodes now we get into her motivations and her family and why she wants to be here on the challenge oh I know who's going. I know who's going into elimination today, and even from that, I can tell what's going home. Plus, we know, we know how people play the game. We know certain people play a certain way. This ve- the fact is because we've been watching it for so long, there is so little that surprises us. But like, it seems like Dirty Thirty with a double cross. Even that was even just great because you weren't, you didn't know who was going in. Yeah, but if if you play it by that ear, there's literally only two seasons that you like out of the challenge ever because every other challenge. <laughs> it's, it's 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 literally predictable and here's what's great about that malik what you touched on there was like maybe two or three times this season because i keep tallies of interviews where i'm looking at this and i turn to my wife and i'm like they got 12 interviews right now they had two last week what is going on they're totally going to elimination and then they don't and i'm like okay what happened here and it throws you for a loop so i was surprised on that aspect i'm gonna say this the season's better than you think if johnny bananas was here longer you wouldn't have as much mm. sour grapes about it. You say you don't, but I remember last season when he had a, another early exit mm. um, that, is that, <laughs> that, that you kind of were disconnected. So if he comes back for 35 and he's gone in five episodes, but, you're going to say the same thing. Exactly. I'm going to no, say, I'm gonna so, say no. for the sake right, of so, our... I'm going to say, wait, wait, wait. You, you wait. I'm going to say for the sake of our podcast, <laughs> I'm being a pissy little child. All right. So remember, remember when you made us watch The Duel? Yes, I made you watch Johnny the Bananas duel. was the first. Yes, you did. I will. I watched it on my own prior, but I, you made me watch okay, it again real quick, for the real quick. podcast. So I did. Last season, before we went into the island, we was going to do the duel. Um, the duel is definitely an older season, but it's only a half hour, and that's when I realized how how much lighter on drama and stuff that it is. So I didn't want to alienate a lot of people want to listen to us. So I wanted to go with something a little bit more and maybe a bit more controversial. And that's how we ended up doing the island. But I didn't make them watch like half the season of the duel first. Yeah. I, I watched all of it. And honestly, yes, Bananas was the first one gone, but I enjoyed that season. Like, that's a great yeah, season. I know why. It was one of the best ones. It was a great season. Like, People keep saying, bring the duel three back. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, the cast to me doesn't matter. Like, if my fave's in it or not, I still watch it as a blind viewer. Like, just because like, I'm home. But what else am I going to do with my life on a Wednesday night? But like, it's just just watching the duel. Like I enjoyed it. This season, the way the format was, like I'm seeing a lot of repetition. And that's what annoys me. It, same with last season. It was the same thing. It kept happening. Um, what was it? Uh, I can't remember the season. Well, here, here. Let's stop you right there before we dive, because because I feel like this you could go on for a long time. That's a fact. Um, we can. <laughs> it brings up a really interesting question that you know the public really should get the answer and everything. Would you rather watch a season with your favorite but a shitty format? Or a season where all of your favorites are not on it, but the format is amazing. Like, that's a really give interesting me, give question. Give me an amazing season. That's a really give interesting question. Amazing season. All right, well, then just cut Johnny Bananas off ever, and we'll be... F- I, w- I would say Final Reckoning was a really, really good format, especially with the way how they chose who's going to elimination. That was one of my favorites. That's in a while. Now, where they messed up was too many cliffhangers, 
Everybody got sick of that shit really, yes. really fast. Uh, too many cliffhangers, and I remember there was like some episode that didn't even have a daily on. Like, like there was like two episodes that was just all drama. Yeah, that was it was just too long. And, and the season was a bit long. Yeah, and like I was telling like before you were here, um, champs versus pros or stars, whatever they call it, the last season. Bananas wasn't in, in it, and I think that was the best season of champs versus stars or whatever they called it. You and know I enjoyed why? It. Do you know why it was one of the best seasons? Why? Because because it had because it had a really good narrator. Now I'm not saying person, but I'm saying whenever a season has a really great narrator, it kind of can help the whole season go through. You talk about Wes. And that season, Wasn't the host for all three um, of them. It was kind of a duo. It was like Wes and Luis were just a great narration combo. Luis was it, oh man, Luis is one of the people who I would love to see on the actual season of the challenge. I've heard they can't afford her. Mm, no, really? Yeah, she wants a lot of money. I th- I yeah, th- yeah. Like, she, wants, she wants more than Bear. Jesus Christ, yeah. Pear. And Bear Bear got a lot. Pear. Right? She would mm. she would be amazing. You know what? Amazing. Her and Casper would be amazing additions. They're perfect fits. Perfect. Perfect. They'd jump right They're gonna in. do an ally season, and I think that's when the but, two of them but you come know what? on and they'll be they'll be a team. But but you gave Bear half a million dollars? Yeah, but he's gold. He's gold. He is. But he, I, he, I no, feel but like Bear, Bear's TV gold in the UK. You, you, you don't make someone like Bear anymore. Like, come on. But think about how much class Luis brings in. Olympian. Star-studded. Love. Classy. Strategic, strategic maybe the player. Market's not Classy. There. She is mo- maybe, look, the, look, look. maybe the market's she, not there. She will go in. She'll do great. She'll play the game great. And she won't be getting banged on camera. Like, she is all class. She class that whole joint up. But that is a whole nother conversation for another time. That is going to wrap up all of the challenge 34 guys it has been one hell of a ride thank you all so much for sticking with us and letting us talk shit about a dumb tv show we appreciate you guys we love you guys after this we are going to be taking a quick break even though the hit list will come back for one more final goodbye before we're done for the season we're going to take a quick break put together some content some top 10 lists some what if scenarios be on the lookout for that. Expect that on the podcast and YouTube. Definitely expect the next one of the hit list to be a really good one. Uh, also, we are going to mop up the rest of free agents because we got so rudely interrupted by another season of the challenge. This is MTV Malik. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us. Tyler, anything to add before we bounce? Uh, I Wait, just want to say... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, 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 what are you doing? Wait, so are we doing the reunion episode or no? Yeah, we're doing the reunion oh, episode. The I'm just saying, oh, okay, this is okay, the end okay. of the season. Can Tyler finish what the oh, fuck okay, he was gotcha, talking gotcha, about? Gotcha. Yes, Tyler, go. All right, Tyler, you may continue. Uh, I was just, just going <laughs> to say uh, two things. Uh, thank everybody for uh, telling me how correct I am on my power rankings all, all season. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, there's no final power rankings? Oh, I, ha- this I, ha- What's going I have on? final power rankings, but... They're not the as... power ranking is the winning <laughs> circle, one to four. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I mean, I, I did rank them one to four, the winning team, how good they were. The losing team, five to eight, how good they were. And then nine to 12, who got purged out, I ranked them based on their season two. So the, th- those write-ups will be out. I'm going to do a final write-up uh, for this week. Um, and then also, I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's been really fun joining you guys. And I'm really happy uh, that I got to join you guys this season. So. We're really happy to have you. We're so glad. <laughs> uh, Becky wanted to be here today, but you know how it is after you get a...
gotta still hide it from your family jesus christ jesus Ugh. done left for the day bananas close us out oh i don't get any final words no one gives a fuck close us out oh okay then Fine. <laughs> all right another great episode podsters hope you enjoyed it make sure you stay updated by following us on twitter and instagram at lwc podcast join us up on facebook.com wait i messed up all right <laughs> wait you said keep it down <laughs> Did your dad just come in and say, keep it down? the episode like that with you laughing and then just fade out listen bananas i'm, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you if you think for one second that that is gonna be cut out it is not i know it's it not. is not I I'm, I'm aware <laughs> okay back, back to up. business <laughs> oh my god okay Another great episode podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <Asshole>. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm good. I'm good. No, he's, yes. gonna, he's gonna try and hold it in. <laughs> Just let it out. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Game fix. All right. Okay. Bananas. Another... Close us out. All right. Another great episode, Podstars. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash lovewarchallenges. Also, check out our new website at lwcpodcast.com. Make sure while you, while you listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and YouTube, it gives us five stars, give us a great review, and most importantly, make sure you subscribe. Have a great day, Podstars. Peace.